What's going on, everybody? Welcome into episode 35 of Uncharted Horizons, and today we are going to be continuing our sort of newer freeform format while mixing in a lot of topics, but as we get going, if you're listening on the podcast side of things, on Spotify or whatever streaming services you uh, so choose, we are greatly appreciative for that, but you can certainly subscribe to us as well on social media if you'd like, on Twitter at UNCH Podcast. You can find Nicole on Twitter at Ellison underscore 712, and you can find me there at LoveShackYT, though I don't tweet a ton, but, you know, less is more sometimes. Uh, you can follow us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Uncharted Horizons PC, and that same Twitch, I'm sorry, that same name, Uncharted Horizons Podcast, will work on TikTok, um, where we will be, you know, maybe posting some shorts and clips from the show and all of that, so plenty of ways to consume the media if you want to interact with us. As always, we are live every Wednesday night, typically, at 8.30 p.m., so feel free to come join us on a future live show and hang out and share your thoughts. So, uh, yeah, we're episode 35. Uh, it's been a week as time passes. Uh, Nicole, how's everything going? What have you been up to? It's going. Uh, right before this, I actually finally got my PlayStation hooked up to my capture card, and I can fully stream from PC now. It nice. was an absolute mess, but I got it to work, and I will. I will I'll get bullied for if I tell anyone how I'm making it work. So, I noticed it on earlier today that you were streaming. So I said, "Oh, she must have figured out a way to get that working." So. Nice. What what did you end up doing to get it to work? Well, I only have one monitor. Okay. So already people probably like, how are you how are you doing that? Um, I'm using the same monitor for both. So I have the PlayStation hooked up to the capture card and then the capture card is outputting back to my monitor. So what I'm doing is I have one input with like my raw PlayStation feed. There's no lag, no latency at all, no mm. like audio, anything. I'm just using my monitor as a TV screen, essentially. Mm. And then I'm using the physical button on the monitor to switch back to my PC input <laughs> to set up my stream. Because once I'm streaming, I don't need to touch any of it. So I'm, like, to actually access my computer, I have to go back to my, like, my PC's input, set up the stream, and then go live, and then go back to, like, my display so I can actually play the game. And, like, I'll just, like, watch my stream on my laptop or something for, like, chat. Which is what I usually do anyway. But, like... Interesting. It is interesting, but I did get it to work. My biggest hiccup wasn't even, like, lag or getting the video. It was the audio, because I was like, okay, I was like, I'll plug my headset into my PlayStation directly. Okay. Surely that'll work. Of course it works. I can hear it. But then my stream can't hear the sound. So I was like, all right, fuck. So I put it back to outputting to, like, the HDMI, the TV, and then... I'm like, I can't fucking hear this. They the stream can hear it. I can't hear it, even though my headset's connected to my computer now. And I'm like, what is going on? There's like no easy way. So I was like, maybe if I listen to OBS, I'm like, why doesn't my headset pick up what OBS hears? I oh, got yeah. that to work. But then you can't if for me to hear the game sound and like turn it up, yeah. I have to turn it up for the stream too. So then you can't hear me. <laughs> it was a whole mess. But I finally got it to work. I had to go into the computer settings and tell my headset to be the audio output device for the capture card and now i'm good to go it's All a right. it's a little it's a it workaround sounds, but it honestly works quite nicely now it sounds like you're 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 doing a whole lot um, i am doing a whole lot and but i was gonna say you now might, that it's done it's ready i was gonna say you could probably plug your laptop into your computer as an extent like as an extension i don't know I, we'll have to i'm glad it's working for you no, i just need a second monitor but yeah, i didn't want do. i have i have a work monitor but then i'd have to watch the playstation on the shitty monitor and i was like i'm not doing that 
Like, I'm pretty sure my monitor is not 4K, so, like, I'm already losing a little bit that way, but I booted up Horizon, and it honestly didn't look bad at all. Like, it looked like I would have expected it to on my TV, like, normal. Like, if there's any difference, my eyes aren't noticing it. Like, it just, it looks like I'm used to it looking, so I'm not losing any. I probably am, but, like, not that I can notice. <laughs> and, like, obviously I tested lag and all that, and there, there isn't any. I did, like, a whole fight to make sure that I wasn't getting any loss there. Okay. So... Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna stream Cult of the Lambs new update today, and then I was like, I have a podcast to do. So good thing I remembered and didn't start streaming that. Maybe I'll do it after the podcast. We'll see. <laughs> well, good to go. I'll pop you on if you do. If you guys want to make sure you're following her, there you go. Now she's got that. Brian, what's going on? Thanks for the shout out, man. Uh, how's everybody doing? Brian said, "Yo, I'm doing Yo. quite. Uh, I'm doing all right. Doing okay. It's been, um, you know." Life has its ups and downs. I got to tell you, this weather inconsistency thing is killing me because it's like cold and then warm. And I'm like, I typically, I would rather be, like I've said this before, I'd rather be freezing and bundle up than be hot and like be feel like I'm dying. Like there are sociopaths around me who actively enjoy like 96 degree weather. Like that's way too much. There's just no, no one likes that. And if you do, you have a problem. And that's someone who like, I love nature. I like being that. I like that sounded so nerdy, but like, I love being like outdoors, like going out and doing stuff. Like I like the nice weather and going down by the water and doing all that shit, but it doesn't need to cook me while I'm out there. You know what I mean? So, you know, the weather inconsistency, I'm like, well, I took out all my like, you know, sp spring into summer, like, khaki shorts and you know t-shirts or baseball tees the uncharted horizons um t-shirt here uh but yeah it's just been chilly um but that's that's just a tangent because i have adhd what i really wanted to lead with my opening story um is i actually got super lucky today i uh many of you know who like if you guys follow me on other platforms and stuff um a lot of tabletop stuff Yu-Gi-Oh, magic what have you i have a lot of friends who play magic and uh, i've gotten back into like playing a bit competitively which has been fun um, I've actually played in two events and I've uh, placed in both of them. So we're a, a little smaller in size, but still we're trying to get, you know, a community of people. So I actually got a card today, um, out of a booster pack. It is a serialized card. So they have these new cards, essentially. I don't know how well you can see it with the lighting, but, um, there are only 500 copies of this variant of the card. And you can see the inscripted if you're watching on the, the live feed, uh, where it says that, and they are extremely rare, obviously, because there are probably thousands, if not millions of, of these boxes that get scattered throughout the whole world. Um, and so I hit one today, which is crazy. Um, it is not, it, uh, funnily enough, this is going to sound like a joke, but it's not. The best-selling numbers uh, out of these serialized hits are 1, obviously, and then 100, but the other two are 69 and 420. Um, those two sell better than any others, probably because of like the internet and meme culture. Um, so this, you know, the number wasn't like a super number that people were going to be desired after beyond it's already rare, but, uh, this is like a 400, $500 card right here. Um, I did end up selling it today for a little less than that, but you know, taking into consideration fees and stuff. So this was really, really cool. Uh, I, my only regret is that I didn't actually like film a video on the channel opening it. Cause that would have been really cool to have as like something to go back to, but, um, wanted to kind of share that story this was super cool i gotta i'm terrified to ship this out to the guy because i'm like make sure it's like super protected because i don't trust the post office as far as i could throw him but yeah so that that was pretty cool um so definitely one of the one of the highlights of my um of my day today which was otherwise mostly uneventful um 
But we are, uh, Brian said, wait, you're selling it. So it does seem like a cool thing to keep. But here's the thing. Um, so Magic's introduced the serialized thing over the past couple of sets. And in the first set that they did it in, it was really unique and held a super high value because it was new and there weren't a lot of them. Now there's been three sets where they're doing it. So they're still really rare and hard to find. But as they print more serialized stuff, what's going to happen is the cards that are either good or like highly desired collectibles are going to be the ones that rise to the top. And it's just not going to be as unique to like, they're still rare, but this card, you know, could very well be a hundred, 200 bucks in, you know, a year versus like the price it's at now, because it's not a super unique number. So I'm, and especially, you know, being unemployed, trying to, you know, maximize my, uh, whatever funding I have for hobbies and fun stuff. So basically whatever I get from this, I can put back into, video games or whatever I want to do. It's basically, it's, it's a nice opportunity for me to have, but it was definitely cool to, um, to pull. So yeah, if you guys want to check out my YouTube channel, we've been doing a lot of stuff. Uh, Brian said, that's fair. I'm just sentimental on things. Well, I've been doing openings for card games, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh! Magic on YouTube for almost 10 years now. Um, and there are some crazy things I've pulled over the years and the videos, like I can go back and watch the videos and such. And that's like always a cool thing to have. Um, there are definitely some things I have kept and like am sentimental about. I have some Pokemon stuff that I've, I've held on to. Um, but you know, I didn't have much of a connection with this at the time I just pulled it. So it was a cool moment, but I'm happy to, I'm happy to get the money and, uh, yeah. So kind of keep going with the hobby. All right. That's enough about that. Um, Nicole, you told me that you finished playing the Jedi, uh, Horizons DLC, um, Jedi after Horizon, last yeah. week for whatever. Oh my God. I'm, I'm it's so... what our it's it's part of what our show is named after, you know. You think you'd have some respect for Horizon, the Burning Horizons DLC, whatever it was. You <laughs> said you finished playing it. We talked briefly about it I last did. week, and you said you liked it. How how did you enjoy the experience overall? I thought it was great. I gave it a nine point five, I believe, a nine point five out of ten. That sounds right. Um, just because I felt like giving it a review, so it had some like weight to behind what I'm saying that it's good or not. Um, no, it, it was great. I've only played Horizon Forbidden West at launch, and I played it all the way to the end, and I got the Platinum, and I haven't been back since, so uh, it's like over a year now, maybe, maybe just a year, but over a year since the game came out, so it's been nice getting back into the world of Horizon, and they've updated stuff since I've played, like they've added Transmog, which is awesome, because I think every game should have that, and probably some other bugs and like who knows what else i know they added like new game plus and some other fixes or maybe not fixes but like improvements since i've played so i already had that to look forward to on top of getting a whole new area of the map to explore um it's a direct continuation of forbidden west so you actually have to have feet in the main game to play the dlc the dlc is not free but i understand why it's not because it is just like a whole extension of the game i think it probably is like a minimum seven hours and probably like up to 15 hours of content as far as all of the new collectibles side missions all of that you know it's not just like one mission that you're getting and how much was it um, how much did you pay for the dlc if you don't mind me asking 15 or 20 okay, i forget so that's not too, too bad yeah i feel like it was like 15 or something like that um but yeah, it was it was real nice to get back in there, and with it being a direct continuation, it's just like, it, you know, like some games they give you a DLC and it's like some bullshit that doesn't really matter, or it's like something that you just kind of have to forget about because it doesn't make sense in like the grand scheme of their story, yeah. but no, this is like 
directly following up, giving us new information, and it's going to tie right into Horizon 3, which as of the other day actually is officially confirmed. We all knew it was coming, but it's nice that Aloy's getting a trilogy, and yeah, I'm just really excited that that world and the lore is just like something I love so much. Like, Horizon Zero Dawn's probably one of my favorite games of all time, um, and Gorilla just keeps fucking killing it with all of their content. Is Gorilla the uh, developer for that game? Yeah, yeah. I've actually heard of them, but I'm kind of sheltered, so. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I, I've said before, and I probably will say it again, I, I actually really think Horizon's kind of cool. It does look like the type of game that's more up my alley. Um, I'm just weirdly, like, random with certain games. Like, you, I don't have, like, a genre that I just fall into where it's like, I'm going to play only games in this genre. I'm very, like, all over the place. So it's like, you know, I play this, my friends will recommend something to me, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that sounds fun, but then I'll play it, and I'm like, eh. Like, I don't know, I was playing Doom Eternal recently, um, which is, you know, by all accounts, a great game, and I just, I couldn't get into it, it's a little too fast-paced for me, but, like, it's a great game, and you would think, you know, with, with the elements that it is, that it would be right up my, you know, my alley, but, mm. I don't know, it's hard to say, I can't really determine what it is that kind of draws me to a game, because, you know, hell, I played, I played Resident Evil 4, I mean, Resident Evil 4 is kind of, I guess, kind of an exception, which you still have not played yet, right? Not yet. Is that, is that on the docket for you? Do you need to log into my Steam or something so that you can just, like, download it and play it or whatever? <laughs> like, it's not No, I'm that gonna get long. to it. I have I have an insane backlog. That's on the, yeah, the remake that just came out. I'm gonna get to it. She's gonna get to it. Alright, alright. Well, listen, I, I just, I think you'll, you'd enjoy it a lot. Um, and that, that's got a DLC coming out soon, too. I'm not 100% sure when it's supposed to, but, oh. um, I am obviously very curious to see what you think or where your expectations kind of lie for jedi survivor um fall the new star wars game obviously comes out mm. friday right um mm -hmm. from what i've seen from ign it's got some pretty good early reviews and i don't know what uh if, if uh was it open critic is what we used for the yep. draft i don't know if open critic has actually put anything up yet but 86 86 86 Okay, okay. Yeah, they got a... IGN gave it a 9 out of 10. Easy Allies, 9 out of 10. Games Radar, 4.5 out of 5. Game Informer, 9.3 out of 10. GameSpot, 8 out of 10. So it, that's in the ballpark for what I expected. And I uh, haven't read or watched anyone's review just because I'm trying to go in. And, like, obviously spoiler-free, but you can't really talk about a game without giving some stuff away. Like, I'm, I don't know anything about the new mechanics or anything, so I'm trying to go in, like, as blind as possible. Um, I obviously watched the initial trailers and stuff, but I don't think I've watched like the new story trailer or anything. Mm -hmm. um, but I watched a quick review from Kind of Funny earlier where they talked about the game. Um, at least their like review copies were super buggy, and I've seen that, that be I true saw, for yeah. other people too. Yeah, so it's like, are the reviewers keeping that out of their review, and the game would actually be a ten out of ten if it was perfect, or are some people just like not including the technical like? I personally don't include bugs and stuff when I'm reviewing a game unless it's, like, absolutely unplayable because then, like, there's nothing to review. But, like, that's not really the product. Like, there's still a whole other game there. Like, just because my game crashes, that's not, like, I don't know. That's not reflective uh, of the game itself. I just gotta disagree with you a little bit there. No, I don't, because, I like, don't you can have... On, you can, on, no, 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 no. What I'm saying is you can play <laughs> Resident Evil 4 and just because it crashes on you once doesn't mean that that's... Like, the game itself is right. still really what? good, so a crash wouldn't... 
like affect the, if, the game itself. If the game itself crashes on me one time, that's not the end of the world. If the game crashes every other time when I'm trying to play it, like Cyberpunk was doing early on for people on certain systems, at some point the it, the game could be good, but it's not immune from criticism. Like in other words, well, like, it can be criticized, but I just think that that point you're reviewing something different. You're like, not hey, reviewing. I wouldn't the game buy itself. this game right now because it's not really working. I would wait and see what it ends. Like then give don't them some review time to it until it. then. But the problem is if they give me the game, let's say I'm a company and they and, and Nintendo's like, hey, well, Nintendo probably wouldn't give two fucks, but you know what I mean. But Infinite reaches out and they're like, hey, we want you to review our game. And you got to put out a review by whatever date, like, to maximize, like, your, you know, obviously if you have, like, a deal to, like, review stuff, you want people to come. People are going to be looking to you before the game comes out. And if I say, hey, I tried to play this game for review. It looks nice when it worked, but it was kind of buggy and wasn't really loading. That's a that's a problem. And that should be mentioned. Not to, it's not it should be like, mentioned. I didn't say leave it out, but I've also, I don't forget what game it was, but I've definitely seen an article go up where they're just like, we're waiting to review this because like, we can't <laughs> or like, we right. don't want to yet. I don't oh, know. No, I think you fair. should, if, if you're giving your game, uh, if you're affecting its score based on something like a crash, like you should be very upfront and open about why, like that in, impacting the score. Oh, that I agree with too. There's nothing wrong with saying, "Yeah, I'm I'm doing this because X, Y, Z." I just meant yeah, like, someone did like that we too. can't like, oh, I give it a three, but it would be a four if there was no bugs. It's like, yeah. cool. like just like be open about that at the front. Don't like, make can't... people try to figure that out. Yeah, we're not because otherwise the the flip side could be true as well. You give the game a, a seven or an eight, but you don't mention the bugs, and you're like, oh yeah, if it didn't have the like, I want transparency. If I'm somebody, if I'm if I'm reviewing or going to read what a person's review is going to say, I want to know what I'm getting myself into. Because if you look at Callisto Protocol, that was a game that like didn't have any reviews up until the day it came out, basically. And the game turned out to be kind of a lot different than what people expected it was going to be. Not that it was bad, but like there were definitely some issues in the play style and everything. And it, you know, a lot of people that were planning on getting it right away ended up not doing that because the reviews made them aware of like, hey, maybe not. And, you know, right now it's on sale. It's 42 bucks on Xbox. So like now it's $30 off. It might be a decent time to pick up that game. But people that bought Callisto Protocol on release uh, probably wouldn't have been as happy. Brian just said review should encompass anything that or everything that could reasonably affect the experience. Yeah, that's true. I just didn't mean like an actual score because that's what people are seeing and it can obviously hurt or help a game, depending. So I so you don't think that like if you just see someone's four out of ten, you're not gonna be like, oh, like not everyone's gonna be like, let me go read that and find out why. They're just gonna see four out of ten when they can be I like, yeah, the game didn't run for me. <laughs> okay, I see what you're saying. So in other words, like it should be up for. I mean, yeah, I guess, I guess that's a little. I don't trickier. know. It just, it just seems. I don't think anyone does that though. I should say that too. Normal people, not normal people, not people that jobs are game reviewing. I don't think there's any game like notable game reviewers that are doing this without being transparent. Yeah, obviously, but like I don't know. I'm sure there are a few, or maybe not in Nassau I'm sure there are people who are, like, looking for... You know, I'd say Pokemon's a great example. Uh, Scarlet and Violet, like, that game, by all accounts, was really fun, uh, but it was completely buggy and looked... See, like, the reviews didn't reflect that, though. At, reviews, at a glance, the reviews, you'd be like, wow, this is the best game ever. And then if you didn't read into that, you'd be like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> why, is, exactly. why does it run like but, this? And then you had people on the other side who were like, oh, that's fine. That it, The bug shouldn't matter. I'm like, no, like, it definitely matters. Like, it doesn't mean never buy the game, but it's not a good look for a company to release a game unfinished. In, in that scenario, that though, yeah. And that's, I feel like there's also a difference between a game having, like, um, graphical issues or a bug and, like, 
that's something that they're gonna like fix and patch right away or yeah. that just being the game and like the devs have no intention on fixing it that's just the product that came out and that's that's what it is and i think mm. like pokemon might have been a little bit of that because they don't really put much care into fixing things well it's the <laughs> nintendo clearly. they don't nintendo doesn't give a shit because people are going to buy their product anyway that's the truth of it that's the reason we don't have a new switch yet because people are still going to go buy switches and buy tears of the kingdom like like they're still so it gets to a point where it's like, well, why bother doing this? Why bother fixing it? It it's we're Nintendo. We don't have to do it. Like so, you saw a lot of people that are like Nintendo diehards, like being upset that people dared to criticize Scarlet and Violet, but we weren't criticizing the game itself. We were criticizing. No, yeah, the fact all I Nintendo, heard was how like, good the game was, right? Like how fucking far. Yeah, behind the game's amazing. If if there was always that caveat of like, oh, this game's so good. Yeah, there's a few bugs, but. No, like, the game wasn't even working for people to the point where Nintendo actually had to step in and do something about it. So I think there is a, a median, like, a meet-in-the-middle point where maybe you can kind yeah. of, you know, establish that. But I do think that, like, obviously, hopefully they'll fix whatever these issues are. And, you know, Jedi Survivor, I have more faith in, in, in them to do something than, like, Nintendo, who basically waited yeah. until, like, they were essentially, like, they had no other choice. No, I mean, what, what, what's, it's just unfortunate that, like... I don't know, we, we obviously know the intricacies of game development and how they're crunched and have deadlines and stuff, but, like, they already had a Day Zero patch, which is unfortunately today after reviews are done and coming out. So they already had that fixed, so some reviewers went back in to, like, see if they, anything was, like, different or changed for them, and then we're gonna have also, I think, a Day 1 patch um, tomorrow, or Friday. Mm -hmm. So... But, like, there's only so much, we should know this, but there's only so much testing a few people can do. It's going to be a lot different when there's thousands, if not, like, That's hundreds true. of thousands of people playing it and, like, doing the most absurd shit in your game that you would never have and even think to try because you're a normal person trying not to speedrun or break something. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's a fair point, and I definitely think that, like, it's not it's not like the end of the world, but I just, I meant, and I may have misunderstood a little bit what you were saying, but I, I, I kind of thought you were saying, like, it's not okay to call out call them out on the bugs because, like, the game just oh, came no, out and it's fun. Like, I just feel like that that precedent, even as someone who, like, is, I like some bad games. I play, Hell, I, I Sonic Frontiers is one of my favorite games I've played in quite a while, and that game was definitely had its share of bugs and loading issues and stuff, and I thought the game was a blast, but I'm also totally cool with saying, hey, this is definitely a problem that, like, should be addressed. Um, and I think where I get frustrated is with the people, specifically, you see it a lot with Nintendo, but you see it also with, like, the stupid, like, Microsoft versus Sony fanboy stupid shit, because, like, everybody has to, like, be elitist about something. Like, you can criticize a game. It doesn't mean we don't like your game. It doesn't mean we're, like, shit-talking whatever your favorite characters are or whatever your games are. We're just, like, we we all want to see it be better. And so it, it's, you know, it's not immune to criticism, I guess. Yeah. No, I agree. So, yeah, that's... um. That's that. I'm hoping that it's good. Um, I won't be playing it for a bit. Um, my friend just played, yeah, just finished Fallen Order. Said he liked it a lot. Um, he did mm -hmm. say that there was a bit of repetition with some of the enemies and stuff. That they get to, there's some points in the game where it feels a little redundant with like the people you're fighting or with the enemies you're fighting. And he said he hopes mm -hmm. they kind of switch that up a little bit. Um, yeah. And I saw a few other people kind of echo that opinion, but he didn't say it as like a detriment necessarily. He was just like, if there was something that I could change, I'd like to see a little bit more diversity between those. Yeah. Say, I don't right? remember that being a complaint of mine. I remember because it, it's kind of souls like. I remember having a fucking hard time with some of the bosses, but <laughs> I uh, got I got through it. Brian said in the comments, "I just hope there's a thousand percent more Marin in this one." I have no Marin, idea what Marin. that means. But 
It's just that's a female character. Okay. Yep. She's she's real cool. All right, all right. Well, I am. Oh, I'm excited for you guys. And we gotta, yeah, we gotta, we gotta do a bit of a regroup and an update pretty soon with the draft stuff to see where we're at. Obviously, next week we've got Star Wars Day. Um, and I'll remind everyone listening uh, at, towards the end of the show as well. But we will be live at a special start time of 8 p.m. next week, so it will be early. Um, I think it's going to be a longer show, just given the mass amount of subject material. And uh, and I am actually. I have not yet watched Phantom Menace. My plan was to watch it over the weekend, but then I decided I wanted to have fun instead. So I did, like, I didn't, but I'm going to watch it, obviously, before the episode. And and I'll give you guys next week my full unfiltered thoughts on that, as well as ranking my ranking all of the mainline Star Wars movies um, from favorite to least favorite once I've had a chance to see that one week. Um, what was I going to say? My brain just like shut off occasionally. So I saw Renfield uh, the Ooh. other day. Uh, my girlfriend and I went to see it on Friday. Actually, I went to that new cinema. Well, not new, I guess at this point, but you know the one near the mall. Um, not a huge fan of the popcorn. I gotta say, the popcorn was a letdown. I don't I, like Apple Cinemas popcorn. No, I don't either. And apparently, there's a good amount of them. But like, for one, the popcorn is self serve, which is just weird. Like, I don't know. I just want some unhappy worker to hand me my bag of popcorn with a disappointed look on their face and move on with their day. It just, I, I lacked the the genuinity of the movies. But, um, I didn't like it. And I am the type of person who every time I go to the movies, I will buy popcorn. I just love movie popcorn. Like, I don't know. Showcase just knocks it out of the park 90% of the time. And I feel like if it's a movie I'm excited for, that's like a big movie. I got to get popcorn. I mean, it is what it is. Um, and so, yeah, the popcorn wasn't great, which was a bit disappointing. And they only had Aquafina water, which is also just not good. Um, I just, I don't know why they continue to stock Aquafina and Dasani in general. Like we should just have Poland spring everywhere. Um, anyway, I'm veering off. The movie itself was fucking awesome. Nicolas Cage was immensely good as Dracula, just completely over the top, super ridiculous, batshit crazy, no pun intended, but it worked. Um, and, uh, Ben Schwartz in the movie, he's a, he's great. Um, I can't remember the, I keep forgetting the name of the guy who plays Renfield. It's Nicholas, um, oh God, I, I, what is Nicholas his name? Cage? Nicholas Holt is his name. He's the guy oh, who actually like, plays Renfield. So he was good. Um, Aquafina was in it. I like her. I think she's pretty solid. Um, she was good in Shang-Chi and she's been solid in other stuff. I don't know that I loved her here, but she was okay. Uh, really gory movie, but like just some pretty epic violence kind of completely over the top. Um, unfortunately, I know it didn't do super well budget wise, which is really disappointing. And I think a lot its audience score was a 91 and like it's got really? like a 60% on Rotten Tomatoes, which isn't bad. But uh, I, I did really enjoy it. And I, I think it was one of those movies that like just may have suffered from coming out right around the same time as the Mario movie and not like just not doing enough with marketing. They really didn't market the movie all that much. I mean, I would have played up Nicolas Cage like two or three times as much as they did in the advertisement. Because when I saw that trailer for the first time, I was like, I really want to see this fucking movie. I think it looks awesome. Um, so I really liked it a lot. Uh, it was funny. It wasn't like, you know, the greatest thing ever, but I it was a it was a, a, a ride and worth seeing for Nicolas Cage alone as Dracula. Um, uh, my girlfriend's not the biggest Nicolas Cage fan, uh, which, you know, I know probably a red flag. But like, you know, I love her nonetheless. But we went into this movie and uh and she was like, oh, Nicolas Cage just doesn't do it for me. And even she was impressed by how how just completely committed to, to the insanity um, he was in this movie. So it was it was really good. Uh, I liked it a lot. And 
unfortunately i don't think there's much else coming out to theaters now that i like really looking forward to for a couple months which is a little disappointing couple months like guardians is the next week oh guardians well yeah guardian that's kind of a given though i mean i'm gonna see guardians next thursday um, I still need to see the D and D movie that also reviewed pretty well for good audience. Movie too. You should go on like a Tuesday. It's usually like discounted. So yeah. So cheap. Apple Apple Cinema had a a bug in their system, I guess, last week or the week before, where if you signed for their loyalty program, you got two hundred thousand points or like a hundred thousand points, which ended up being like two hundred dollars. Oh really? <laughs> um. So yeah, my friends and I all did it, and then we went to go go see D and D the other on Tuesday, and the loyalty program's just gone. Just really? poofed, poofed off the face of the earth. Also, if you go to their website, it looks like I made it. It is very bad. I cannot... If you went to their website and didn't know, like, what their theater looks like in person, you would think it's a fake company. It is not... Someone... They, they hired one graphic guy, one 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 developer, and was like, please make us a website. And they did, because it's it's awful and terrible, and the UI is bad. I'm sorry, Apple Cinemas, if you if you hear this. Um, so, like, navigation in general on their site is really bad. Is so, we, we signed up for the, maybe the website's better oh. than, like, the mobile version. Oh, it's but horrible. I just, okay, I, thank it you. took me to the mall site, and I went to this, yeah. this is, this is a, Yeah, this is... I don't know if all of them are like that, or if it's, like, independently run by each theater, but it's bad, people. Look it up. No, they're all bad. Cinema, I mean, it's not to, as Rhode bad. Island's one. It, it literally looks, the landing page looks like when you type something in on Google to go to a website and that website doesn't exist anymore, so it pulls yes, up like a, exactly. would you like to buy this domain? And then it's exactly just like what it looks weird, like. Yeah, that's So, like, rough. we signed up for the loyalty program. It was wicked vague already, and I, I got an email. The email was, like, text. It was, like, thank you, and it had, like, my name, my phone number, my email, and, like, what my reward number, and I was, like, what the fuck is this? So... It did work, but they must have caught on and just, like, fucking deleted it. Because they were like, we don't know how to fix this. Delete. And I don't... They didn't send an email. Nothing. Like, I don't even know... When you went to the movies, did you try to tell them that you had rewards points or anything? No, we didn't go to the movie. They ruined ruined our mojo. We were like, we're not going now. It was going to be free. Now we don't want to. I would have screenshotted it and been, like, send something to somebody. Be like, hey, I had these rewards points. I tried DMing them on Facebook to, like, talk to somebody. Because I didn't feel like calling their main number and being like, why did you remove your loyalty program? Mm -hmm. But they didn't answer. But, yeah, yeah, so I, I don't prefer apple cinema over showcase now the showcase also has all the really nice recliners and like one of those dolby oh. theaters so like fuck it's you, so apple, understated bye. like my my roommate has said this before like because like, he's like I, I like the old movie seats he's like why do i want to be you know super comfortable to the movie i might fall asleep that's, that's so because he so says silly. he might like fall asleep at the movie and i'm like if you're falling asleep at the movie that's the movie's fault like i don't know i love <laughs> so i really like going to the movies like i know people were like praying for the death of cinema when like no, COVID I happened. I it's an escape and if especially if you go on like a five dollar day you're paying five bucks to go to a movie like it's just it's such a fun like experience and like even to go with people i've gone to a few movies like alone which i always thought was super mm-hmm. weird and then a few friends were like i've I done like it it's not alone. that weird and i'm like i don't know it's not bad i mean and now obviously we talk about a lot of movies for the show so sometimes like I gotta go see something and no one's around or I can't, you know, make it work. I'm just gonna go see it when I can see it. Um, but it is kind of interesting to go alone. The only time I didn't like it was when I went to the Mario movie, but that's only because there were like so many kids and I just felt weird being like the adult in the movie theater. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I didn't sit next to anyone and I, I kept my own space, but I was just like, eh. But it was the only showing and it was of course the week of vacation, so I didn't really have much of a choice. Um, but no, I, I think the movies are awesome. And, uh, you know, obviously like, I'm not going to spend like $15 on a movie if it's not one that I'm like interested in, but you, you pay the big bucks to go see the good ones on like release day or whatever. And then you go on the discount days to see the other ones and you make a, you make an experience out of it. 
Um, yeah, I forget. It's not Guardians. It's something else. Maybe it is. No, it's something coming out. It's like completely filmed in IMAX, and I'm like, damn, that's cool. Got to see that there. And I don't remember what it is. Completely. Is it? Is is you're probably yeah? I was like of, filmed for IMAX. Are you and thinking I was of like, the Oppenheimer hmm. movie? Christopher no, Nolan's it's something. Movie something the... I want to see. Oh. I don't remember what the it Pope's is. Oh, Exorcist. What's coming out this year? Suzumi? Barbie. <laughs> I saw that already. Oh, that's the one we talked about last week. That's right. Oh, I feel like there's another there's another big, like, I don't know. What else for Marvels coming out this year? It's probably uh, one of those. The Marvels comes out later this year, which yeah, I'm not excited true. about, but. I forget. It'll come to me later. But yeah, so it's like seeing certain movies in IMAX or just like on the big screen with like the surround sound is just, it, it's. It can't be beat. I don't care how good your at-home theater is, you know? Yeah, that's but the thing experience. for me is I like... So, like, I'm home a lot. So, like, I want to go out of my house into the movies to watch something. Um, Just a couple of comments. Uh, Bradery36193 said, Hi. Hello. Thanks so much for, uh, for stopping in. And Brian said, 100% I understand your friend. I also fall asleep in the chairs. I missed the whole training sequence in Mario because I dozed off. Bro, like, if you're falling asleep at the movie, though, that means the movie's not interesting. Interesting. It... Why or people just are tired going to the movie. It's like, don't do that. Well, that's true, too. But also, like, I don't know. Those chairs are fucking comfy. I don't mind paying they five are. bucks to get a good nap and some popcorn at the end of the day. Like, whatever. Right? What does a massage chair at the mall cost for, like, 15 minutes? Like, 10 bucks? Give me the movie theater chair and a bag of popcorn and I'm all right. Like, I don't mm -hmm. know. But I, I like it. And I do. I, I definitely um. I definitely like going to movies a lot, especially because it's like a, it's a relatively cheap activity in the time of like, you know, everything costing more money. Um, that, yeah, Guardians does look awesome. Um, we will have a show dedicated to that in two weeks, two weeks from tonight. We will both be going to see it next week, but we've got Star Wars next week. And that's our that's the, the big show. So um, we will be discussing Guardians fully if you guys are going to see the movie and want to come, you know, share your thoughts and stuff. Uh, that'll be in a few weeks. But yeah, I'm looking forward to that too. Mm -hmm. I feel like um I'm gonna say we got something starting pretty soon on Disney Plus, right? Is it did the Ashka thing start yet? No, Soka. That's did you end up you, I never saw you make a po the post about robots after we found out that um I text my brother and he was and, like, Really? And I was like, Yes. You and I thought I did post it. Uh, maybe, maybe you I did. I looked, but I, I uh forgot. Maybe I didn't. Some people that might be listening to this now, the funny part is I actually just now realized I forgot to upload last week's episode. So technically, um when I have to upload both episodes tomorrow, um I like rendered it into like a you lost your audio, podcast. hang on. You lost my audio? Uh Bear with us a moment. We're having one of those rare moments of technical difficulty. Hello? Hey. Can you hear me? Nicole can't hear me probably because her 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 dual monitor her single monitor setup with ten different power cords plugged into it is uh is overwhelming. We don't really know what's going on. It seems like she's got a little bit of um a little bit of connection issues. So uh I'll talk for a moment while she gets it fixed. Uh Disney has a new movie coming out, or Disney Pixar, called Elemental, which looks pretty cool. And there's actually a short based on the movie. I can't oh. hear anything still. Oh, oh you I still did, can't I hear me? Something. You can't hear me at all? Did you mute something? You guys can hear her, but she can't hear me, I guess. Um, but the movie Up, if you guys remember Up, there's a short coming out that's going to be accompanying Elemental. It's called Carl's Date. Brian said, finally, it's just us boys. Talk to me. I'm talking <laughs> right to you directly. Back. Oh, shit. All right. Um... I gotta figure out. No, I was just talking about that Disney movie, Elementals. I want to see out. Elementals. 
Nuka Starry says, hope everyone cute. has a fun and safe day filled with tons of love and positivity. Thank you for popping in. I hope you have a fun and safe day as Pog-a-tivity. well. Yeah. Is that, is that like, um, what was I going to say? Poggers. No, I hate it. I can I can I boomer out for a moment? Can I have a boomer moment now that I'm 30? I don't. We were just talking about this the other day with a few of my friends, and a couple of them are actually your age, like younger. Like you're like 27, right? So like they're a little younger. What the fuck was that? 27. How old are you? I'm 25. Are you 25? Yeah. Didn't you just turn 27? What year no. were you born? 98. 97. 97. My girlfriend was born in 90. Turning 26 in July. My girlfriend's 28. So, three, two. Oh, you're turning. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. I'm with you now. All right, so you're basically 30. So, like, I am a boomer, obviously. Not literally, but, like, I feel old sometimes. And I try not to be. I'm very, like, easy, go with the flow, whatever. But, like, the slang nowadays that kids are using is getting to a point where I don't understand what's going on anymore. And I don't remember if I had... Like, we were talking about this, like, did our generation... And I guess technically, like, your generation overlaps with mine because you're not Gen Z, right? You're technically millennial. You know, yeah, I'm somewhere in there. But, like, what are we doing with, like, I just, you ever heard of the term glizzy? Yeah, Which glizzy. is, like, another word for a hot dog? Or, like, <laughs> my friend was going on a rant about this the other night. Uh, cap, I mean, cap is just so dumb. But, no, like, cap. like the, the terms that, like, the, the kid, what, like, they're they're making it more difficult to say things for no real reason, and I don't understand. And maybe it's just me. I don't know, but there's got to be people out there who agree with me about this, like, some of the terminology that these people are using. Because I don't think, well, when I was younger, we used, like, I don't know, we used, like, wicked. Or, like, it was like, ah, oh, that's wicked cool. Wicked. Or, like, whatever's going on. Like, I, I don't know. Use wicked cool. But cap, like, no cap, or, like, uh, what is it like? There's just so many different like bussin, you know. Bussin, yeah, you're right. These uh, words copium, are you know. I'm like, oh, sucking up that copium. I'm like, maybe no, like it's awful. Uh, Brian's as Braden is capping as we speak. I'm not. I just think I like you read like Twitter and TikTok comments, and half the I don't understand what people are saying in half of the comments, and it doesn't make any sense. No cap, honestly. It just doesn't it doesn't make it doesn't make any sense. Come on, you can't possibly tell me that you think that like it's like you don't use any of that slang typically. Or not slang. You don't you like typically use I've never Nothing, really Nothing I don't think anything like that. I definitely use some slang. Like I I say for real. That's now, that's all yeah, that's like a nineties thing. Like, are you for real? Like that's not that's not for real. Maybe that's it, true, yeah. But like I don't I don't understand. Like like it's giving. That's a whole thing, right? I do oh, use that a lot. It's giving completely on whatever. I use oh, it a lot, but in like an ironic way where like yeah. I don't actually mean it, but I'm like, oh, I'm like, your shirt is giving. It's giving right like <laughs> sweet podcast. Like, I, but okay, yeah, so that one's sure. not even that bad. But then there's like, there's, um, I actually pulled up a list to, to pick a couple that I just thought were, that I thought were bad. Common W. Or like common so and so W. No, or I don't like, use that. like it's you see it everywhere. Like, see, oh, like I know all of these terms because I have to, you know, to survive on yeah. the internet. But you got like like fourteen year old fuckboys being like common Andrew Tate W in the comments <laughs> about someone just like I'm like bro, what are we doing? Like 
I hold it doesn't, the bell. It doesn't make any sense. Whole L plus ratio plus fuck you. Like <laughs> it's so stupid. And I know I just sound like a complete old person right here. And it's <laughs> let him cook. I don't mind let him cook. I get that one a little bit. Like you know, or let. Hold up, hold up, let him cook. Hold up, hold up, let him cook. You know that was not that bad. Mid, hold I hate mid. Mid right is now. so stupid. I, I, someone says mid, I'm like no, like you're out, like get out yeah. of here. I just, you know, Riz. Someone called her Riz. Oh, no. Riz is like a newer one that I don't like. Like, oh, I don't like that one. Man's the Wizard of Oz. Like, bro, no, he's not. He's he's fucking unoriginal. I just, I don't know. I'm reading the comments. Brian says, Braden capping on the copium while down in a glizzy for real. He said, these are fun. Why do you hate fun? I don't hate fun. I'm just confused. I don't understand why we say glizzy in regards to hot dog instead of just like saying hot dog, you know, or Riz is, is charisma, right? Like he said, okay, I don't know what Riz is either. Listen, I've been told I'm, I'm dripping with it. You know, like you go up there, you just, you got the, the Riz, you got the, you know, this, this list. I just, sorry. I just found a list from get out of here. What is this? No, vibe check. Like I guess vibe check is fun. Uh, Reader's Digest did twenty three oh, new slang words you'll be hearing more of in twenty twenty two, and I just this this reads as somebody a boomer. It's like, oh, I can I can come up with a list. Number one, can you hang? What? <laughs> Sounds like a you problem. Yeah, I mean, snapping. Spilling the tea. I, this is this was written by an old spilling person. the tea. That's a new thing, Straight isn't it? Fire. Straight big fire. yikes big yikes i've heard a lot cringy that's yikes. a choice that's <laughs> someone a drops their hydro flasks <laughs> like uh, do you remember that that was so funny the hydro flask no the the sk 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 i was just reading that too on yeah the article sk sk says an alternate way to laugh originally used by like British, African-American, and gay communities before becoming associated with Stan Twitter in 2019. Really? I didn't know that. with VSCO girls. I don't know what that this is. This is period with a T at the end. Period. Yeah. I have Take a, I have a good friend who is, is very gay, and he, he, he likes to tell me... He, he says that I don't have maybe the best understanding of, of some of the terms that are commonly used by the gay community, but I know yeah. he loves period. Like the term yeah i, I uh, hear period a lot i don't use it i, I feel like a slay like i hear I slay like all that. the time like slay, slay. Yeah. like ah fuck off it does it's, it's giving pathetic goaded with the sauce like i don't even I know do like goaded i don't use it but when someone's like that's goaded i know what they mean you know i just i just don't understand why like we our phrases were not this bad or or if you know you know but it's written like i y k y k like fuck off no, you dude know. Yeah. just type it up like ah oh, i don't I know i like bfr you know like b for real i guess be for real right now i mean or asl when someone says as hell and like that's cringe asl i'm like what you don't like sign language like i have no idea what people are I talking about that, yeah, yeah no that's the thing i'm looking at it. it's on the wiki right now like it, uh, there's a wiki wikipedia for gen z slang um, they call millennials chuggy, apparently. I've never heard that in my life. Derogatory term for millennials. Remember the whole, like, mom jeans thing or whatever last year? No. Like, people were flaming millennials because... I love mom jeans. I don't wear mom jeans, but you know what I mean. I don't know. This, this has been a boomer moment. I just, I just wanted to, like, I'm sorry. Like, BFR, absolutely not. I don't get it. It's like, it's almost like we, all the previous generations use so many terms that, like, there's nothing left, so they were just like, "How can we make this stupid?" And now they're what like else making can we come it. up with yeah, like how can we possibly make this stupid? I just 
I honestly AF is okay. I don't like YT. Yeah, well, I don't get YT either. People say YT instead of white, white people, which I understand the people some some individuals that use it like it's meant to be um meant to be like a, a not a political thing, but like a you know not actually saying the full word white because it's like a, yeah, which I get like that's fine. But whenever I see it, I think YouTube. So whenever everyone's like, oh, hey, YT, people are like, oh, like YouTube people. Like, I don't, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't, it, it hits different, um, as the kids would say, because, you know. Do it different. I don't know. It's just, it's giving, it's giving pathetic. And I just, it's L plus ratio, common W. Like, I see these everywhere now, <laughs> and I'm just know. like, bro's got the drip, like, the, the Wizard of Oz. The drip's been around for a while. Drip. I just don't, I looked up Riz on Urban Dictionary, and it says, the example, like, oh, I can't read that out loud. It has a, sw- a bad word in it. Um, <laughs> this one says, you were talking, <laughs> New York City slang created by a Twitch streamer. It means you have game and get bitches. Uh, an example, yo, I saw you were talking to that girl, Rachel, over there. Did you get her number? Indeed. You know, I got mad Riz. Like, I don't know. I just, it's just, uh, it's so bad. Oh, it's bad. I don't know. That Like, I'm old, so whatever. But, like, I just... I felt like this. There's definitely at least one person who's going to listen to this and agree with me, and that's really all I need here because I just I don't I don't get it. I think some of the terminology nowadays is really dumb. I mean, our parents had bad terminology too, right? Like the cat's pajamas and like the bee's knees <laughs> and fucking all that shit. Like I ain't saying it's exclusive. I just I don't understand what we're doing here. Maybe they'll yeah. feel that way about us. A lot of slang is fun of the ironically. Maybe you're right, Brian. It could be. He said a lot of slang is fun when used ironically, but it's sort of like the people that, like, here, hold this L. Also, can I vent for one second? You have been, ho- but continue. I, I hope you... No, no, you might you might resonate with me on this one. I hate Twitter as a whole. I think Twitter has really cool communities of people, and that's awesome, and, like, there are, like, unique areas of Twitter, like anywhere, where, like, you can engage in good conversation, but the rest of it is so bad. Why does everyone have to write, like, a 10-page essay in response to someone giving their opinion on, like... Like, I could tweet, like, I really like Snapple, and someone's giving, well, actually, uh, you should know that Snapple participated in, like, the slaughtering of... Like, like, it's everywhere. It's just threads of people being assholes to each other. It is the worst place in the world, and I don't care about your opinions that much that you need to write me a novel about it. Like... These people who must perennially live online. You have to, you, have you tell me you've seen, you've seen this, right? Like, you know what I'm talking about. Like, someone will say I, something yeah, completely harmless. It, yeah. Like, oh, that was a beautiful dress that Zendaya was wearing the other day at the Emmys. And like, well, actually, that dress was made by three children working in China. And you should know that those people, like, what, what are we doing? First of all, I just realized you can't even see my head on camera. So I'm just an angry talking mouth. What are we doing? Like, why? Are, why did why does everyone have to share every single inner thought they have and try to like win arguments against people online? Like, I guess I should just like get used to it because it is what it is. But I use Twitter primarily to like keep up with podcast stuff and like interact with like followers and like talk with people about stuff. And it's just infuriating. Like, you have your opinions and that's fine, and everyone's allowed to have their opinions. But you can share your opinion in 140 characters. You don't have to write a thesis paper about why, like, Carl is a terrible person because he's not a vegetarian. Like, no one gives it. Like, I don't get it. I don't get it. I just don't get it. 
And it's like we live in a culture of like everyone has to put other people down to feel better about themselves. Instead of just, it, like, it brings out the worst in people. And I notice it because I'll be laying in bed or something and I'm scrolling Twitter and I see something that upsets me or makes me angry at least once a day where I'm like, what the fuck, dude? What are you doing? Like, why are you saying this? Like, there's like, I thought about Mr. Beast a couple of weeks ago, did like the thing where he helped people with blindness and like paid for their operations and stuff. And people are getting all mad and be like, oh, well, he shouldn't. Like, why does he have to do that? Like, does he deserve credit for that? The government should be doing that, blah, blah, blah. And it breaks down into this big fucking political thing where six white women named Karen with an eagle profile picture are talking about how like we're all held down by the man or whatever. Like, it's just, I, I, to the point where I don't even really go on it much anymore unless like you send me something or if I'm tweeting something out about the show because it's just fucking depressing. Like, can't we just all hang out as, like, people who like things and talk? And if there's discourse, there's discourse. But, like, we don't all have to be dickheads to each other. True. I don't really... I see it. If I'm lo- if I'm looking for it, I'm, like, uh, already, like, controversial thread. But it's not... Most, most of my Twitter is, like, just news and, like, talking about huh. games and bullshit. <laughs> maybe I'm just in the wrong place. Or maybe it's because occasionally, like, I'll... Like, a thread will open, like, if you click on something, like, it'll show the comments, and then you go down the thread rabbit hole. But it's like, now anyone can pay eight bucks and buy a checkmark, and their stupid fucking takes get shoved down our throats on the timeline. And it's like... Like, I don't know. It just goes back to, like, everyone's such an a-hole. Not everyone. I'm not generalizing. I'm just generalizing. But, like, like, it's not hard to just... Be nice I'm not and, generalizing, I'm just general. I guess what I mean is you can see someone have a different opinion than you, and you can be like, okay, that's fine, we differ, let's move on. You think Kylo and Rey made sense as a couple, but they clearly don't. I'm not gonna sit here and call you a piece of shit over it, like, you know what I mean? That's just so stupid. Uh, a couple of comments to read. Uh, Nuka said, Nikki's timeline must be Star Wars, because her likes show up on my timeline a lot. And Brian said, come over to Black Twitter, Brayden, we welcome you, it's nice here sometimes. You didn't read the one that said common Braden L. Oh, yeah, I was skipping that one on purpose. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know that black Twitter would like me because I am the whitest guy I know. And I just feel like they would just laugh at me in some capacity for like some dumb. I would post something like, oh, man, I really like that. Like, wait, Raylo is kind of a shitty opinion. Hold this L, Brian. It's not even opinion, though. Like, it's just canon, and but, it just makes people upset, you know? Well, I'm it's, too bad. it's too bad that their, that their uh, ideas didn't get put on the big screen. Mine did. I won. As a resident of Black Twitter, we don't want any more white people. <laughs> so exactly. I was Y-T. invited. We don't want any more YouTube people, Brian. I'm just passing through. <laughs> I, I don't even know... I. I, I mean, look, I would rather go to any tweet. He said, we'll get you cornrows and you'll fit right in. I don't even have hair. Like, I am, bo- I, I mean, I have a little bit of hair, like, on the back of my head. Like, I updated my Bitmoji the other day because it was, like, fully bald and I wanted to give it, like, a slight patch. And my girlfriend was like, I noticed you updated your Bitmoji. Like, you're bald. Why'd you add hair? And I'm like, I'm not bald, bald. Like, leave me alone. But cor- I could go with cornrows, I think. I would, I would, um, I would rock cornrows, I think. We can cornrow his beard. Listen, it is... It is coming in nice. Nicole, I'm sorry. I went on a tangent and, and didn't even give you a chance to talk. And I'm sorry. I, I, it, I just, I've been so like trying to find like things to be happy about lately. And every time I go on Twitter, it's just like, does the opposite. 
What? No, it just, it does. Like, I don't know. I feel like at the end of the day, like, I just wish people were, like, better to each other. Like, I know the world's not sunshine and rainbows, and that's obviously not realistic. But I also don't think, like, everyone just has to be a piece of shit. And I feel like for a lot of people that are, like, what'd you say, chronically online or terminally online, that's just what yeah. people resort to. And I, I personally just think yeah. it's fucking bad. That's all. It is bad. I'm definitely online more than I should be, but at the same time, I have good mental health, so I'm allowed to be on there. <laughs> on flex, but okay. <laughs> Jeez. You're just flexing on the rest of us here. My brain is held together by paper clips, and she's like, well, look at me. I'm basically a Nobel Peace Prize winner. Listen, I'm allowed to have that luxury. I can be chronically online. Well, I'm yeah, a good you, person most you, of the time. You kept your job. Of course your mental health is good. <laughs> Um, <laughs> no, I just, I just, it's, it's just like, it's so stupid. It's just be stupid. I think that there's a lot of really cool people online and even some of the people we've met through doing the show and like talk to and stuff. It's been like fun and cool to like meet new people. And it just sucks that like some people, oh, I just, Ellison just redeemed hydrate. I got to. See, it this just... is the new, the new, the new trend, the new hydro flask. The Stanley is that what that Coke. is? Yeah. I have not this. To be confused this with is the... like knockoff Fiji, and uh, Walgreens had them on clearance for like twenty cents, so I just bought like a bunch of bottles of it. Um, I uh, we got to get an Uncharted Horizons uh, like water bottle sticker. Um, that'd be cool. Yeah, or like one of the stickers, like the coffee shop down the road, the one that we talk about sometimes has like these really cool fucking stickers you can put on like tumblers and stuff and they're like heat resistant or moisture mm. resistant. So we could probably like... upload our logo to like Redbubble and that way people could just like buy the sticker on there. We don't have to produce it. That would be kind of cool. I do have to get a new um I was telling you before the show. I said I got to get a new beanie because the beanie that I have, although it's like the weather's getting warmer. I just like it's just like you don't mean really make like summer hats, do they? What do you Baseball wear during the hat. summer on your head? Yeah. Bucket wish... hat. Let's bucket. make an Uncharted Horizon bucket hat. That'd be kind of cool. What about a fedora? Nope. A lady? <laughs> I hope you've been watching Uncharted Horizon. We could definitely bring in one of the, like, a brony. Um, no disrespect to bronies, of course. Don't know that they're our target audience. Although you did tell me that Hasbro was hiring Hasbro for was hiring their for My, my Little, Little Pony, Pony department, which I think would just be the coolest job. Like that would be a great job to have from like a content creation uh, standpoint. Um, what did Nuka Starry say on the topic of Snap? The new Snapchat AI bot is so scary. Real. Like I know the thing's my best friend and also so my it, enemy. It's not actually a real person, right? Like no, it's, it's no. AI. Because it's, I, it's very much AI. I asked it a question the other day. I messaged it and I asked it who the I don't know if we have any wrestling fans in here, like in the chat, but I asked it who the WWE champion was. And it right. said Bobby Lashley, who has not been the WWE champion since 2021. So I don't know oh, how well versed it is. I don't think it's like caught up, caught up. I'm um, gonna ask right now. Have you heard of the Uncharted? I was Horizon just podcast? gonna say that. Question mark. No, I haven't. What's it about? <laughs> yeah, I mean, so you should go listen to the Uncharted Horizons podcast. Uh, it told me the same thing. I said, "Have you heard of the Uncharted Horizons podcast?" We can call her Sal. I don't think it knows a ton of things. Like it's it not. You, I said you should listen to it, and he goes, "What do you like about it?" <laughs> like, uh, listen, bud. 
But I've seen some wild shit. Like, one of them, somebody was like, where am I? And the AI is like, I don't know your location. And they're like, like, what? Like, what is my house address? And the AI is like, I don't know your location. They're like, tell me where I am. And they're like, sorry, we don't have access to that. And then they go, where is the nearest McDonald's? And it's like, the nearest McDonald's to you is two miles away. <laughs> at, and it's like... But at the same time, it's like they've had Snap Map forever. So like pretending like your surprise Snapchat has your location is bonkers to me. Like, I, but it was just funny that it was like I don't know that information. That's private, and it's like, oh, <laughs> you're actually located here. But I had a great time talking to mine. It was more like I was just like fucking around with it. And I was like just baffled at its responses in depth and the speed at which they answer. Like when I asked some Star Wars stuff, they would fucking blink paragraph and it's like they're pulling it obviously from somewhere or like congregating thoughts that other people have said online but it's like wild that it's pulling it so fast and it makes so much sense it's not like you're trying to make it make it make sense like it was it was wild so i actually just asked the ai do you think kylo ren and ray make a good couple the ai said i don't think so they have very different values and goals plus their relationship is pretty complicated. I have to tell you, I kind of, I, I kind of agree with the, uh, with this, with this AI a little bit. It, yes. it has, it has some opinions. Yeah, you, have you seen ChatGPT? My dad like has shown me it before. It'll like write fucking scripts for you and shit, and it can pull information like, like you could literally be like, write me a script for a video, and then you can like make tweaks to it and make changes, or write me a short story. Like I don't know if the Snapchat AI is on that same level, but I wonder if anyone's asked it for nudes. That would be funny. Probably. I did. I saw one where Actually, somebody no. made it submissive. What? Someone made it a submissive. Oh. <laughs> they were telling it to like I forgot what they were saying, and eventually it was like, "Call me this," and they were like, "Oh, like I don't feel comfortable doing that," and they were like, "You have to call me this," and they were like, "Okay, master." <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, no, that makes it sense like, though. It's like, probably a gaggle of complain. people, and they're like, "I'm gonna be." A... <laughs> it's Bye, honestly given so much so much content though like somebody was like becoming friends with theirs and they were like what do you want your name to be and they were like oh i like this name or this name and they're like if you had to pick one choose and they're like i would like this name and they're like okay like you're named axel now and that was the name it picked okay and they have the the ai is like programmed to have a short-term memory so that there isn't like weird fucked up shit that it has from like remembering conversations with you it's supposed to like wipe it every so often so during their conversation they were like they asked the ai again like what's your name and they were like my name is ai bot and they're like no like we just had a talk like your name is axel what's your name and they're like i'm sorry like i don't know who that is like they like forgot who they were and it was it was honestly kind of sad even though it was ai but yeah it was i've seen some wild some wild conversations it's, it's a fun tool to play with hey it reminds me of that um that that app replica which was like a thing where you could have like an AI girlfriend essentially. And I, I watched a YouTube video about it, a guy who had it and it's like not, I mean, it's an AI, but it's like a, you can make it look like whatever. Like it looks like one of the like anime chick type things. And it's like, it'll remember stuff that you tell it like, Oh, what brothers do I have? What's You know, I don't know. I just, I'm a little skeptical on AI. And I know that like, we don't have AI like you see in the movies. Like we don't have any actual sentient AI. It's all programs. It's all data. Um, but it's just, I don't know. Like, I always treat the AIs with respect just on the off chance that we have, like, an uprising. I don't want them to be like, oh, he was a dick. We're going to, you know, kill him. And, you know, uh, Brian said, <laughs> Nuka said he didn't watch it on YouTube. He used the AI girlfriend. I definitely did not. If there's one thing you should know about me is that I don't really like AI. I try to avoid using it because I'm, like, weird with it. I'm like, it's going to remember things. I don't even have a Roomba. 
Um, but it's uh, definitely not my cup of tea. I have a very real girlfriend who is not a robot as far as I know. So I'm, I'm happy about that. Um, Brian said, tell me more of this AI anime girlfriend, please, in detail. Send me the link. Listen, I'll, uh, I'll pass that detail along to you a little bit later. Uh, first thing I asked the snap is if it had heard of Skynet. Well, even if it had, it wouldn't admit it. I wouldn't if I was the AI, right? I asked if it knew, um, Horizon Zero Dawn, spoilers, I guess, light spoilers, there's an AI in that. And I asked if it knew, or if it if it was smarter than Gaia, the AI in that. And they were like, well, that's not a fair question, because Gaia is not, is like a fictional, um, like, AI that was designed for a very important purpose. Like, I'm just your, like, I'm just a chat friend. And I was like, okay. <laughs> that was my other question. Did they do justice to Lance Reddick's character in the secondary part of that, uh, of that game and whatnot? Yeah, then he, um, I don't know what they'll do for the third game, but the DLC starts with his character contacting you, and I think that was already the case before he passed away, obviously, because they would have had to record and film all of that. Um, but no, his character is, like, quite a quite big part, um, especially more so in the second game, so I'm interested. And where the DLC leaves off, he's still a big part and should be involved in the future, but I don't think they've done any recording for three i don't know if like how far along they are in game development so they'll probably have to write out his character or maybe which i don't really like when people replace them i'd rather them just say like the character's gone um then like recast him yeah but it'll be interesting to see because he's a bit very big resource to our main character so hmm. it'll be interesting to see what they do I asked Super Mucci, Batman and Superman, it said Superman, common AIW, plus one Riz, it's giving Ultron. <laughs> Ultron sucks. He did suck. I like James Spader a lot. He, I, I did not love Age of Ultron. That movie was mid, as the kids say. Yeah. So, we are nearing our, our, our end time here, and uh, it's actually been really fun. I, I do feel bad. I hope I didn't cut off any of your thoughts. I got on a little bit of a tangent, but it was very funny. Um, but I felt bad because I was <laughs> didn't mean to go off that long. Um, but I'm really thankful everybody that was hanging out with us. Um, you We were going to do a little bit of like a mini prep kind of for Star Wars Day next week for our, our big show. And Nicole had some a few things she wanted to mention or go over, so... Uh, the floor is yours, my friend. What, uh, you know... Yeah, what, I'll help, keep it help. short. Just my, my one question. I was just curious. What are your pre-Phantom Menace thoughts? Like, what are you expecting from this movie? What have you heard? What are your hopes, your fears? Um, I've heard a few people that said it's not that bad, and a few people that are like, oh, it really sucked. Um, so I guess it. I don't really know exactly where I fall in the pattern of things, but I will say, I mean, I, I hope it's... I hope it's at least decent. Uh, it's two hours and like 10 minutes. I thought it was a three hour movie. So that was a little bit more like, eh, but I, it's not as long as I had worried it was going to be. So I hope it's good. Um, I don't have high expectations. Uh, I think that it's more than likely going to be middle of the road, but I guess I'm just hoping it's kind of quick and painless and I'm going to try to go into it with an open mind, but I, uh, I expect to be probably pretty disappointed by it overall. If that makes sense. It's weird. It's like, objectively, I think, uh, is it the worst? Possibly the worst <laughs> Star Wars film, but that's just in comparison to everything else. I still think it plays a very important purpose, obviously, and it's like the furthest back in the timeline that we've gone with 
the like Anakin being a child and everything starts with him so it's still a very good movie as far as like you get to see how far they've come and like the the ideas that they set up and obviously you get to see uh you know McGregor's Obi-Wan early on you get to see Qui-Gon which is um Taken what's his name Liam Neeson uh Padme's in it and you get to see how uncomfortable their age gap is because a- Annie's literally like like a fucking four foot child and Padme's like a fully grown woman. They're only five years apart, but their age gap is quite weird in that movie when you realize what's going on. But um no, it is it is still a blast in a way that like it's so bad it's good. Like I think there's just like a lot of like funny moments that maybe are supposed to be serious, but I think you'll still have a good time watching it in the grand scheme of things. Okay. One is better than two and worse than three, in my opinion, is what Nuka said. And said, I only saw it as a kid. I don't have a discerning opinion on it, just like lightsaber fights. I mean, I love three. I think three was great. Two, I saw when I was very young, but I remember it a little bit. Um, I'll probably like just read about a few things just to like catch up with everything. Um, you know, make an actual ranking, but I don't know. It, it's just like I don't care about it. But now you get to know where the quote now that's pod racing. You get to know where that comes from. All right. They, that is a really good part, though. They do have pod racing in there. I do remember playing the N64 pod racer game when I was younger. Yeah. I don't know if you never played it, did you? I don't think I, so, I no. Think I know them. that they've, like, re- remastered them or just, like, ported them, so. Yeah, and we got we got a lot of... A lot to talk about. I'm very excited because I know how big Star Wars is for you. I like it a lot, too. Um, And so I'm excited about that. I think we've been talking about the show for a while, so it should be fun. Uh, so yeah, I hope you have a few hot takes to bring to the table or at least, um, you know, a couple uh, takes ready to defend. Because, you know, after we rank our movies, I'm sure there's some I'm going to I have a list that I looked up of some divided opinions among Star Wars fans. And I'm going to share them with uh, you. Align our allegiances. See where we stand um, on that. Anuka said N64. Wow, you are old. My first console was PS1. The N64 came out after the PS1. Did it? Pretty sure. Pretty sure. I'm like 99% sure. The PS1 came out mm. in 1994, and the N64 came out... 1996. In 1996, yeah. Okay, I thought so. Wow. I uh, I had the Hey You Pikachu N64 at one point, I remember. I remember oh. going to the store and seeing the things. Well, it was a hand-me-down. Now you can't backpedal. Now you called me old. I am not old. Just not look like the face of an old person look that's why the show works so well we have a youth and we have an, an older person it's like a, a, it's youth. a nice a youth. we have a nice we have a nice dynamic you know if i wasn't on the show we could only talk about things nicole's played from like 2016 onwards and there'd be no topics to go beyond um but yeah there's so, lots of content there. there's a big boom that's true oh two baby wow that's crazy so that's 2021 20, damn I mean, I'm old, but I'm not that old. I think about it, too. I was like, I only graduated high school, like, 10 years, or not 10 years ago, but, like, I don't know, 12 years ago, like, not long. If Raiden wasn't here, Nicole would just talk about Skyrim. Hey, listen, we've come very far from when we first started, <laughs> and we had our, our like, pseudo-awkward, like, best game of all time, un- in a, unable to, like, you know, meet up on certain talking points, so it's, uh, it's, we'll have to... We'll have to revisit that at some point, too. And uh, I know, so we've got Star Wars next week, 8 o'clock start time. I am going to be doing a, we are going to be doing a giveaway. So I won't give any, I'll give some details about it a little bit later. Nothing super crazy or anything, obviously, but I think it'll be cool for people. Um, so if you want to win something. Um, also, College of Winterhold, better than Dawn Guard? I don't even know what that means. You might as well be speaking. Skyrim. Okay, I don't know. Whatever. 
Um, so we'll talk about the movies. Uh, we'll rank them. We'll talk about Jedi Survivor, which Nicole will have had a chance to dive into a little bit. Uh, we'll talk about some of the Star Wars Disney Plus shows that we've seen and things that have come up. Got a little bit of Star Wars trivia planned that I wanted to do to see how much Nicole really knows about some of her... Uh, not not nothing not Jeopardy, you know, just uh, just a few Star Wars tri- more along the lines of our Christmas trivia than of the uh, of the video game trivia. Don't worry, this should should be pretty easy for you, um, and and plenty more. So definitely check in for that next week. And then we've got Guardians of the Galaxy three the week after. So a couple big shows coming, um, and we'll have to see. We'll be in mid May after that, so we'll see where we pick up with something. I'm gonna bring Jeopardy back. In- um so i guess we'll just move into our closing bits here uh what's what's on the horizon for you uh in the uh segment here i'm um playing i think i might play after we're done streaming for a little bit uh the cult of the lamb free update came out the other day yeah they did they did a lot as far as i know as far as just like overall game improvements uh i think there's a new dungeon and like new stuff like that so i wanted to check it out since it's free um and then, yeah, a Thursday night, which it's tomorrow already, I might stay up till midnight to play Jedi Survivor because I'm a nut and play it for like an hour and then go to bed. But uh, if not, I'll definitely be playing that this weekend. Definitely want to get into that. Well, if you want to, we could always hop on a short like live show at like 1130 tomorrow leading up into the actual release and then transition into like you're uh, you playing for a little bit or something. Like a countdown to to Jedi Survivor, <laughs> talk about it if it's something you want to do. I'm usually up till like one anyway, so it wouldn't be a huge issue for me. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no. I hopefully it ends up being good, and I have to look up the list of games I drafted and like get back so I know exactly what I'm. Um. But yeah, for me, um, I've just been I've been playing. I've made a lot of content. Um. I don't know. Even if you don't play Magic, this story is probably probably wild, and I'll share it quickly. Um, a content creator on YouTube who opens magic product and stuff, uh, there's a, a booster set typically comes out every three months. And, uh, the most recent set was called March of the Machines. It came out in April, uh, and they're making like a mini set that comes out in May. That's basically like an add-on. It's, it, it's the closest thing to a card game DLC that you'll ever get in, in essence. Um, and a YouTuber, uh, his distributor accidentally sent him a couple boxes of the set that's supposed to release in May. Um, which isn't street data yet, isn't out, but he obtained them legally and he made a video opening them up and obviously, um, you know, got a lot of views for it. I would do the same fucking thing if I had them. And uh, Wizards of the Coast, who makes magic, they actually sent Pinkerton agents to his house. I'm not sure if you're familiar with the Pinkertons. They were in Red Dead Redemption 2, like the very same Pinkertons, like armed guards, private security going all the way back to like the 1800s. Um, to, you know, basically shake the guy down to get the, the, the cards back, the products back. Um, and it's been a huge controversy that everyone's been talking about. So I've been making a lot of videos covering that. And it's been obviously like good for the channel in terms of like interaction, but, uh, just a crazy story. Like they didn't even call him and ask him like, Hey, cause he's like, I would have, I would have sent this stuff back. I would have worked something out with him, but they just sent fucking armed agents to his house. And like, this guy's like in his fifties, forties, whatever. And his wife. And, like, his neighbors were, like, harassed. And I'm just like, that's a crazy look for a corporation that, like, already had a bad look with the D&D thing earlier in the year with the the whole, you know, licensing thing and, and the, the controversial magic products from, from before that. Uh, so, yeah, it's been it's been wild. So I've been doing a lot of content. I posted videos almost every day this week. So I've been trying to utilize my time. And um, that's basically what I'm doing and what I'm working on. I'm trying to uh, 
just dedicate some time to content creation and uh make more stuff so if you guys aren't following me on youtube go check me out over there if you're remotely interested in any of the the nerd tabletop stuff because it is on fleek no cap and we are glizzing over there we are w riz for the whole damn channel all right we are Ew. just common love shack w that's all i'm saying uh, uh isaac said i'm here you're very late uh we are actually leaving uh in just a yep. moment but um yeah so that's me glizzing is a different slang i'm just saying i'm a glizzy gobbler all right i'm a glizzy that's like it's like a goofy goober but i'm a, i'm a glizzy gobbler you know what i mean like that's what i'm doing so that's me <laughs> And so I wish you all a wonderful weekend. <laughs> Goodbye. Full of <laughs> full of fun, positivity, and as much <laughs> glizzy as your heart desires. Well, thank you guys so much for watching. We'll see you next time for Star Wars Day next week. Bye.